Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Justin Wong and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me for this special episode is my co-host, Joanne Kong of Football Garbage Time. How you doing, Joanne? Good. Hi, everyone. <laughs> right. So I know we are off sync. You're probably like, hey, it's Saturday, guys. What the heck are you doing? Don't you normally talk about prop bets earlier in the week? Why, yes. We normally do, but thanks to the holidays, we had to reschedule, and here we are on Saturday, but we didn't want to miss a week, because we are fire so far, uh, but this week, you know, we're going to talk about a couple of extra things, we're going to talk about our uh, our most recent fa- favorite uh, horror movie slash series, and we're going to talk about our prop bets, um, and, you know, this is going to be a lot of fun, so we're going to do this every week, so uh, let's get this rolling. All right, so first of all, let me just cover the prop bets from last week. And I'll just say that uh, Joanne is now 4-4. She had Tom Brady at under 295.5 passing yards. That hit. And she also had Jonathan Taylor at under 91.5 rushing yards, also hitting. She's a perfect 4-4 so far. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So and I, on the other hand, had Matthew Stafford hit at over 2.5 passing touchdowns plus interceptions, but unfortunately did not hit with Cooper Cup at over 0.5 receiving touchdowns. That was a miss, unfortunately. He did really well, but he did not catch a touchdown. So that leaves me at 2-5 and five for the year. And Joanne, again, at the aforementioned 4-4 four and four perfect record on the line going into week 13. Before we get there, though, Let's talk about our uh, favorite uh, new uh, horror movie slash series. And today we're going to talk about Chucky, the new 2021 TV series that uh, came out on USA Network and is now available for streaming on Peacock. So what do you think of this show here, uh, Joanne? Uh, I actually did not know what to make of the show. I remember a lot of the movies and I really enjoyed them all. So I was really interested when I saw this. You might be in the minority there, enjoying all the Chucky movies. I I mean, they were of varying quality, I would say. They were a little campy, some poor in quality, but still very entertaining. Um, Even the one when um, he had his kid, when Chucky had a son. Right. We can all pretend that didn't exist. I think we can all just pretend that never happened. (laughs) Uh, But, like, I have to say, uh, the series, it only has eight episodes. Uh, but it was very entertaining. And one of the things I really liked about it is how it mixed together all of the pieces of the movie with this, you know, now new uh, series of Chucky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they kind, of, they kind of made it a continuation of the movies, and they brought back lots of the original actors, you know, including Brad Dorff, the voice of Chucky. So that was really nice to see. Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly, obviously back playing herself, as well as uh, Tiffany Valentine, um, the partner in crime uh, to Chucky. And, of course, they brought back others as well. Alex Vincent playing Andy Barclay. You might remember Andy being the main character from the first Chucky movie and the second Chucky movie and the third Chucky movie, (laughs) actually. And, of course, them also bringing back Christine Elise as Kyle, was Andy's foster sister in um, Child's Play 2. So they brought back a lot of original characters. So that was kind of cool. And also a deeper dive into uh, Chucky's history, which was very interesting. So all around, like, 
very entertaining. All right. Well, let's let's let's, let's go ahead and rank this here. Let's go. To, we're going to start this new everybody. And so on a, on a five star scale, what are we given this Chucky TV series that uh, has just been released? I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a four point five. Four point five. High marks. High marks. I'm going to give it a four. I think it was way better than some of the other reboots we've seen in uh, in terms of TV series rebooting old movie horror movies. So very entertaining, good times. Go check it out, guys. It's fun. All right. So enough of that. Let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell there and let's move on to our main event. And that is our prop bet picks for week 13 of the NFL. So, Joanne, why don't you get us kicked off with your first prop bet pick? Hoping to keep uh, my streak going. Um, my first pick is going to be Joe Mixon. Um, mm. He is uh, – Targeted at 80.5 rushing yards. I'm going to go with the over for that. Okay. Um, that might be surprising, but um, in the last two weeks, uh, week 11 and 12, Joe Mixon has had over 100 rushing yards. And um, week 11 was against the Las Vegas Raiders, where he had 123 rushing yards. And week 12 was against the Pittsburgh Steelers with 165. Um, before that, like Mixon hasn't had over a hundred yards since week one. Uh, but if we're talking about, you know, trying to beat, you know, 80.5 in week three, he did have 90 against Pittsburgh and in week six, he had 94 against Detroit. So you might be thinking like, well, why would you think he's going to hit it over at 80, right? Well, the Chargers have one of the worst run defenses. I mean, they've allowed an average of 145.3 rushing yards per game this season. And um, they're, they're kind of falling apart towards the end of this, end of this uh, season here. So I think that if um, the Broncos could put up 147 rushing yards against the Chargers, Melvin Gordon had 83 by himself. I'm going to say a healthy, you know, Joe, uh, healthy uh, Joe Mixon can keep up his streak and beat that 80.5 rushing yards uh, against them. So Yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, Joe Mixon has been El Fuego over the last couple of weeks. He's definitely, and, and although Cincinnati not a traditional run-first te- run team, they've had a lot of success there uh, running the ball with Joe Mixon and getting the W's. And so I, I would not expect that to change. The only concern I have, of course, is if they get up big, and uh, decide to pull Mixon some point uh, in the fourth quarter or something like that. But it's it's unlikely. I mean, it's it's unlikely they're going to end up that big. I mean, the, the problem, of course, is that the Chargers do have a very good offense. It's just that their defense has been lacking. So I love it. I like it. So that's the over on 80.5 rushing yards for Joe Mixon. That's the first prop bet. So my first prop bet pick of the day is going to be the Russell Wilson prop bet pick because Russell Wilson um, is – a little bit of, um, you know, he's dangerous. He's always dangerous. He's, he's dangerous from the beginning. And he's always going to be that guy. But as of late, he has not been that good. And right now the prop bet pick is set at 226.5 total passing yards. So 226.5 total passing yards. Um, and you know what? I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under against the San Francisco 49ers. And the reason why is because, you know, if you look at the trajectory of his season so far, he started off the season on fire, all right? And that's a little bit unusual for him, but he started the season on fire, and then he really trailed off from week four on. He only exceeded 207 passing yards once, just once did he exceed 207 passing yards past week four. Now, I understand he was injured for a good month in that 
stretch there. So, of course, he didn't play every single one of those games. But against the fifth-place-ranked defense, Cardinals, and against the seventh-place-ranked defense in the Packers, Wilson put up 207 and 161 passing yards, respectively. And now he faces, guess what, the sixth-ranked sixth 49ers defense. So, you know, between the fifth and the seventh, he's 207 and 161. I suspect he's going to be under 226 facing the 49ers. The Seahawks also rank last in time of possession, while the 49ers rank ninth in time of possession in the league. So the 49ers like to be a run-first team. They like to monopolize the game clock and, and keep possession of the ball on the offense, keep the other offense off the field. Very difficult for Russell Wilson to pile on yards when he's not holding the ball and not on the field. Yes, it's, I mean, this may be a surprise to everybody. Hard to get yards when you're sitting on the bench watching your defense get run over by the likes of Eli Mitchell. So I'm just saying, I think he doesn't have the time for it. He doesn't have the, um, he hasn't shown the propensity to exceed those yards in, uh, in recent times in this year, in particular, at least past week four. And I just don't think that Wilson will exceed 226 passing yards this week. What do you think of that? I'm going to have to agree with you. Um, I just don't see it happening. Uh, Seattle might as well just, call it for the season and <laughs> get ready for 2022 like prepare for that draft yeah. whatever they got to do yeah. because their arrow is trending downward yeah. well i don't think Pete carroll's going to throw in the uh throw in a towel here unless of course there's some sort of uh some sort of punishment he has to run away from then mm-hmm. he'll probably go back to college football to get yeah. away from it if like happen. he did from usc um but that being said uh you're right uh, I, I think they might well pack it in but russ wilson though needs to be competitive as we all know, two off-seasons in a row, he's complained about his offensive line, he's complained about his offense in general, and this will not do anything to endear Russell Wilson to the Seattle Seahawks for another season. So we'll see what happens. He obviously will have a try to air it out. I think he's under 226.5. All right, what's your second prop bet pick? Um, my second prop pick will be Terry McLaren okay. against the Las Vegas Raiders. Terry Terry. Um, he is stated for 75.5 receiving yards, and I am going to go with the over. Over, okay. Yes. Um, this might be kind of a scary pick for everybody because, <laughs> one, we're saying it's Washington, uh, and uh, two, we're talking, you know, receiving yards, so we're really having to rely on uh, Heineke. Right. But – um, you know, Terry McLaren has a lot of upside. I mean, when you look at his record, he's either had like, you know, superstar weeks or he's kind of gone bust. Uh, bust might be too harsh, but like, we'll just use that word. Okay. He's only had four games this season with over 100 receiving yards. Those are also the games in which he's had touchdowns. So, um, but and outside of those four games, not only has he not reached 100 receiving yards, he hasn't even broken 76. Interesting. So, I mean, statistically, that is, you're thinking, why, why over? Well, I don't know. This is kind of like a gut feeling. Okay. I'm going to say, like, T- McLaurin is going to be successful this week. Um, yes, we still have to rely on Tyler Heineke. Let's cross our fingers. Yep. Uh, but I think uh, three out of those four games uh, where he has scored over 100 receiving yards were away games. Mm-hmm. And this week they're playing at Las Vegas, so okay. it's an away game. Yep. Uh, Washington, you know, on the road, they're kind of on a roll. So I'm going to just cross my fingers and say that McCordon is going to have a superstar game 
against uh, Las Vegas, and they're going to need it to win. And, well, the Washington football team is on a roll. They're having a three-game win streak against solid defenses and solid teams. Uh, Seattle Seahawks kind of on the fence on this as far as that's concerned, but they beat, did beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they are on a roll, so they need Terry McLaurin to step up to, to win those games. Um, 75.5 receiving yards over. I don't know. It seems a little bit hopeful. Yes. It's, it's, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, that we, we, are, we like to be brave on this show like you know like you know we like to be brave we watch the we watch the horror movies for you and then we make this brave prop bet fix for you so all right so that's the over on terry mclaurin on 75.5 receiving yards uh my next pick is uh the uh is Corel patterson so uh Corel patterson currently has a um has a prop bet set for a total of receiving and rushing yards of 75.5 so it's total receiving and rushing yards of 75.5. I am going to take the over on that, on, on 75.5. Um, and let me tell you why. So Cordell Patterson, I mean, nobody's stopping him. I mean, he is on a tear. He's obviously shown that when the Minnesota Vikings drafted him, they misused him terribly. Um, also <laughs> that when he got to the Bears, he was misused terribly, that the Falcons have finally unlocked him. He is playing very well at a high snap count he has incredible opportunity lining up as a receiver as well as a running back. So he has a lot of snaps and he has been on a complete tear. He's averaged 91.9 total rushing and receiving yards total per game, 91.1 total per game. So he's actually doing incredibly well. He actually has the most receiving yards of any running back in the NFL per game. And that's, uh, I mean, it's a little bit misleading because they line him up as a wide receiver uh, almost as often as you line him up as a running back. But that being said, doesn't matter. The stats are the stats, okay? Most receiving yards in the NFL for a running back and 91.1 total rushing and receiving yards per game. Bucks have a stout run defense, but they're 20th against the pass. They're very vulnerable against the pass. We've seen no one else get rolling since Calvin Ridley left the field. I think Coral Patterson is their only hope to keep this game close against the Buccaneers. And I think Patterson gets his and exceeds 75.5 total rushing and receiving yards. Now, keep in mind that the Buccaneers, even though they do have that stout run defense, they've allowed 81 rushing yards per game on average, 81. Now, I know that's not 91.1, but remember, we're talking about total rushing and receiving yards. And who else is going to run the ball in Atlanta other than Cordero Patterson? Mike Davis? No, he hasn't done it in the first 12 weeks. I don't think it's happening in the 13th week. I think that Cordero Patterson gets his and exceeds 75.5 total rushing and receiving yards this week against the Buccaneers. I'm going to have to agree with you. I think this is the first uh, week that I've agreed with both of your picks. Oh, wow. So, oh, I might uh, win this week. That might mean trouble for me. <laughs> I might win this week, guys. You're going to prove my picks. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think uh, I've kind of gone for some of the long shots. You, well, you've gone for But, you know, the fun, funny thing is that you may call them the long shots, but you've won. <laughs> you've won. Now, we both both winning money uh, on Thrive Fantasy. Remember to go to Thrive Fantasy and use promo code GARBAGETIME. That's Thrive Fantasy and, get, and use promo code GARBAGETIME and get an instant deposit match of $100. Instant. Instant $100 deposit match. So, hey, you can't tell me you don't need $100. Go out there and win some money. Put in these prop picks. And, uh, you know, get some, of you, get some for yourself, you know. All right. So that brings us to the end of the show. So, Joanne, give us your social media so people can follow you. It's that Kung Fu for you on Twitter. And that's it, guys. That's the only place you're going to find her. So <laughs> give her a follow and uh, check out those prop sets. 
And as usual, I want to say thank you for coming out. And you can find me at FB Garbage Time on Twitter. And, of course, you can find this podcast on everywhere you find podcasts, including Spotify and iTunes. Thank you for listening and wasting time with us. Until next time, enjoy your NFL week. Good luck. <laughs>